All right, Kiss Army. You wanted the best, you got the best. Now close your eyes. You're about to be podcast. Hello and welcome to your podcast. I love saying that. It makes me smile every time. I can't believe it's been two years. This is Gary Schaller. And this is James Hager. You know, you mentioned two years. Two years since you sent me the email saying, Hey James, let's start a new Kiss podcast. And uh, it doesn't feel like it's been two years, but I'm glad it's still going on. I know, me too. I I, I had no idea, and I know this may sound kind of cliched or what, what have you, but would you have thought two years ago that we would have a current member of Kiss on the show? Two years ago when you sent me the email, I was kind of like, Okay, it's something to do. <laughs> right. I didn't think it would last. Oh, no, I, I, I'm with you. I mean, I, I really was like, you know, let's just do something. This could be fun. You know, and, and to think that we had Tommy Thayer, we had both of the Kulik brothers, and we've got, you know, and the stuff that we've got lined up for, for 2009, I think it's going to be, you know, even better. You know, and uh, to, to go on the message boards and to see people posting podcast appreciation threads, to see how appreciative people are for what we're doing, you know, it really, it means the world to us. Yeah, I mean, we, we love doing it, but the fact that, you know, as many people are listening and, and the kind of feedback we've gotten makes it really, really worthwhile. Um, and, you know, the fact that m- members of KISS are, are uh, you know, coming on the show or what have you doesn't hurt either. And, you know, in true podcast fashion, we'll go back a few years now and play, uh, you know, a nice rare piece of audio. So this is from the 2007 Hit and Run Tour. Where was this recorded? Uh, Sioux St. Marie, Michigan, um, at a casino show they did out there. Uh, back in 07, KISS did a poll on uh, KISS Online where they included a list of about 10 songs, I believe, and they let the fans vote on what rare song they wanted to hear. Mr. Speed, um, A Million to One, Magic Touch, I think was on there. Wasn't Almost Human on there as well? Almost Human, um, rock, rock Bottom was on there. Cool. And uh, ultimately, the fans chose from the studio side of Alive 2, All-American Man. <laughs>
All right, that was All American Man live in 2007 on the Hit and Run Tour. And James, you mentioned that Kiss Online had hosted a poll uh, asking readers to vote on uh, what songs they wanted to hear live. And, you know, we also had a poll of our own. It's something that uh, gave our listeners a chance to give us some feedback. Uh, James, it was your idea, and I think it was an awesome idea. Why don't you talk a little bit about some of the feedback that we got? I was sitting at home one night, uh, bored out of my head. A guy sends me, from that I know from school here, sends me a survey to fill out for the uh, Greek life here on campus, which I don't particularly participate in. But I, uh, I look at the website and decided, I want to do a poll. <laughs> so uh, I did one for the podcast and included about 25 of your standard questions, you know. When did you start listening? Favorite episodes, least favorite episodes. What do you like to hear? What don't you want to hear? Um, suggestions. And the response was absolutely phenomenal. I was surprised. I was surprised to find out that people have been, you know, most people. How many, like, what, ninety percent of people have been listening since the beginning? That was awesome. I didn't, you know, I figured people would filter in. People have been listening since the very, very first episode. Thanks for sticking with us for two years. If you're listening, if you're one of the listeners who's been here since since we started, I, we really appreciate it. I would have to say that I wasn't too surprised by the nature of the feedback. Uh, I think what struck me was. The kind of feedback we got is very much indicative of what the KISS Army is all about. So, in other words, strong opinions, everything that we do has some fans and some detractors. Yeah, from everything from the classic stuff to the 80s stuff to rare interviews, rare live clips, demos, uh, exclusive interviews, old interviews, everybody wanted to hear more of everything. So that's what we're going to give you in 2009. Now... Uh, James, there there was some uh, mildly negative feedback about a few things. Uh, are we absolutely sure we want to talk about it? Absolutely. Uh, I think it's absolutely healthy to uh, get everything out in the open, and I'm absolutely ready to take the consequences. Yeah, absolutely. So one of the pieces of feedback that we got is that we say the word absolutely too much. Absolutely, and... Uh, I want you to know that I absolutely hear what you're saying. And so what we're going to do for the rest of tonight, at least, is that um, every time that word gets said, we're going to murder a cat. We all love cats. You know, maybe the only way for me to get over saying absolutely is to cause harm to what I love most. So we'll, we'll be diligent about this, and uh, I think it's fair to say that any time that James says that word for the rest of the show, a cat will suffer. Absolutely. So uh, the, the other piece of uh, criticism that we got um, had to do with the intro to the Abner's Laboratory segment, which um, someone mentioned they thought was uh, maybe too long, and we understood that. So, um, you know, we tried some different things. I think, um, you know, unfortunately we may have to stick with what we have because, um, you know, first we tried to speed it up a bit, and here's how that sounded. Oh, Abner Devereaux, sure. Well, Abner Devereaux, where can I find him? His workshop's located underneath the Sky Tower. You mean underground? Yeah, way underground. I'll just activate the elevator mechanism. You step inside. Um, and then we tried it in Braille. And um, here, that's what this sounded like. So um, I think we're going to have to stick with what we have. And, and we take your criticism seriously, but unfortunately, um, it is what it is. Absolutely. So one piece of feedback from the podcast poll that was 
fairly unanimous is that everybody likes to hear the old stuff. People are really interested in uh, the roots of Kiss, uh, you know, especially the 1970s material, um, not least of all being the old interviews. So what we wanted to do on this episode of the podcast is to um, feature some interviews and some radio stuff with uh, one of the most influential DJs of the 1970s, and that, of course, is Allison Steele. Allison Steele was born Seal Lohman on January 26, 1937, in Brooklyn, New York. She went on to become one of the most groundbreaking and influential DJs in the history of rock radio. She was known for her smoky, sexy voice, and most importantly, for taking rock bands seriously, but not too seriously. She found her greatest fame at New York's WNEW-FM in the early 1970s, when the station became a showcase for progressive rock bands. Groups like Genesis, Yes, Hawkwind, and King Crimson were all featured on her program. Given great creative freedom by the station, Allison began calling herself the Nightbird. She used music to create moods, sometimes corresponding with the weather outside. On rainy nights in New York City, she would open her show with Riders on the Storm by the Doors. In 1974, Allison featured a brand new band on a brand new label on her show. That band was Kiss. She was one of the first DJs to interview Kiss, and she treated them with sincerity and respect. Long before Kiss was plastered on every wall and lining the shelves at toy stores across America, when they were just a bizarre performance art presentation making waves on the East Coast, Allison Steele approached them with genuine interest. As you'll hear in the 1974 interview we're about to play, she gave Kiss a chance to describe and define themselves to listeners who had never heard or seen them before. Allison even had a TV show in the late 1970s, and on one episode she met up with Kiss on the lawn in Golden Gate Park, where they were interviewed without their makeup. Even though the cameras didn't show their faces, the tone and the style of the interview was still up close and personal, as five New Yorkers shared laughs and lunch in the name of rock and roll. Allison Steele died of stomach cancer in 1995 at the age of 58, leaving an indelible mark on rock history. She was even immortalized in a song by Jimi Hendrix called Nightbird Flying. It was 35 years ago that Allison Steele helped introduce Kiss to an unsuspecting world. Tonight on Podkiss, we're celebrating a woman who celebrated Kiss. We dedicate this show to Allison Steele and to the hottest band in the world. Kiss, brought to you by the United States Army Reserve, and I'm Allison Steele, the night bird. That's the music of an exciting new group called Just Kiss. Probably the most unique group on stage that uh, I've seen, well, since the first time I saw Alice Cooper. And now I'm not making any comparisons. Kiss is not anything like Alice, but I just use that uh, in terms of... Uh, of being different, and boy, they are different. And and we have fifty uh, percent of kiss in the studio. It's a half a kiss. <laughs> Peter and Paul. And I'm not going to ask you where's Mary. Right, <laughs> no Mary. Welcome, welcome. Thank you. Tell me why kiss? Why not hug or smooch or squeeze? Well, Paul came up with the name kiss, so he could explain it better right. than I can. Paul, you're on. Um, it's a simple name. It's very direct. And our music tends to be very direct and right out front. And um, rather than go for a name like um, the psychedelic Swamis or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> That's yeah. not all bad at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Kiss, kiss also is usually like the start of something. Yeah. It's usually the start of something good. Yeah. You know? Yeah. A deep kiss. Good yeah. kiss. Good kiss. Well, all right. I'm pleased. And um, the concept of kiss, of course, is so different. And that's, you know, what I've been wanting to ask you all along. I mean, whose idea was the kind of presentation that you do? We all had the idea, like, you know, we were together. Like, I always wanted to have be in a group with makeup and flash and uh, to give people more than just a show. Like, like Paulie always used to say, if you want to listen to music, you go home and put on a record. But today, you got to, it's more than just listening. You got to see the music and feel it and all. And uh, I put an ad in the paper a long time ago, and I got this crazy call from the bass player, Gene. And he goes, uh, hello. I said, hi. And he goes, are, are you skinny? And I said, yeah, I'm all right. I'm thin. He goes, do you have long hair? I said, yeah. Do you have a beard? I said, no. Would you like to wear makeup? Would you do anything? Would you wear a dress on stage? All this insanity. And I said, yeah, I'd do anything to make it. I'll, you know, anything. And he goes, well, come on down. And uh, then I met Gene and Paul. I want to hear what the ad no was, problem. but I want everybody <laughs> to hear another cut from the album. Folks, this is Kiss. Another cut from uh, a Dynamite album, as uh, you can judge already on hearing two cuts, Kiss. Now tell me again, uh, Peter, what was the ad that you put in the paper that you got uh, there? I mean, you know, you read them in the, in the paper all the time. Drummer-seeking, yeah. original group, willing to do anything to make it, you know, uh, rock and roll, blah, 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 right. Peter Chris. And so who answered it? Uh, Gene or Paul, I don't know, Gene. they picked it we up. Do, we just, we would buy the papers, we were really desperate, you know, because Gene and I knew what we wanted. So we just we'd go through the paper and, and call everybody up that was listed, and usually preface the call with, you, "Do you have a beard?" You know. And was I was the first you, drummer? Was yeah. First uh, so in other words, you had the idea of doing the um, the makeup and. Well, the, we we had the idea, but in order to make it work and in order to make it a group concept, you had to find people who who, were into who, it. who would do it naturally without ah, being pushed. I see. In other words, that really enjoyed the whole thing. Yeah, you know, it, yeah. It, should, it should be something that had didn't have to be forced upon anybody. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Who who conceived the specific makeup that you all wear? Each one of us. In other words, you all designed your own. Yeah. Did it, did it require a lot of practice and? Yeah, and it took time, right? I mean, we we didn't start off with it. it we just kept building on it. Like it crazy. developed. That pussycat nose is just <laughs> super on Peter. And well, this, of course, this is all hard to conceive when you hear it in conversation. <laughs> but the uh, the guys in Kiss are made up. Not I'm not talking about uh, glitter rock or uh, transvestite stuff. I mean, just very theatrical and very interesting and exciting makeups that uh, you might see in a in a Japanese. Uh, a play, yeah, you know. similar to that. Yes, sure. very much so, and and uh, the, of course they all have great long hair, and it um, it's just visual, just adds to the visual excitement of what the group does, and while your eyes are being treated, your ears are already going bananas from the sound. <laughs> I want to take just a minute here, uh, Peter and Paul, uh, for some words about Army Reserve. Are you in the market for a better job? Well, then, check your local Army Reserve unit because the Army Reserve needs men. And the Reserve is making good deals to get them. Let's talk jobs first. Not Army jobs, but civilian careers. When you join the Army Reserve, you can take any of 300 career training courses, depending on the needs of your local unit. And the choices cover the field, from finance to auto mechanics. And in return, you serve with the Reserve, which is a pretty good deal all by itself. You start with a minimum of four months of active duty training, and you're paid for this, of course. And you're paid for the four four-hour reserve meetings each month and the two weeks you serve each summer. The Army Reserve offers better jobs and better futures. 
the Army Reserve. It pays to go to meetings. It pays, it pays, it pays to go to meetings, it pays. This is the night bird, Allison Steele, for the United States Army Reserve, and our guest today is Kiss. That's the music of Kiss from a brand new album And uh, we have 50% of Kiss in the studio We have uh, Gene and Ace And uh, Gene, this is a whole new venture I mean, not only is the group new But it's a brand new label too, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Uh, Casablanca Mm -hmm. is the name of the label Mm -hmm. And Neil Bogart is the man responsible for it does he have any kind of um, um, tag, for instance, for your for Kiss's <coughs> music? I mean, what do you call Kiss as far as music? If you had, if you really had to, people people have used terms like uh, thunder rock. Thunder um, rock? Yeah. Hey, I like and that. I haven't heard that one before. <laughs> and uh, I really don't think it's a good idea to coin, um, you know, the kind of music that we're doing. Um, it's hard. It's hard-edged. I think it's also easily accessible music. They all have hooks. It's the kind of stuff that pretty much you can sing along with and dance. They're all uh, in the single range, whatever. They're like three-minute songs. Mm-hmm. If, mean, if anything, then I would guess Thunder Rock. Yeah, they're not the Moody Blues folks. No. No. Uh, Ace, uh, you were uh, originally with the original group, too, weren't you? I was the last member to join. The last member. <coughs> and did they get you through an ad in the paper, too? Well, I saw their ad. They had an ad for a lead guitarist. and uh, One with long hair, skinny, that will make up. Yeah, the bass. <laughs> and uh, what happened was they tried out about 50 guitarists, and they decided on me. I wonder I why. I was very happy uh, yeah. about the whole thing. Well, that's isn't the... the um, the instrumentation of the group a little ordinary. If you think about that for a minute. Of course, you don't have to. I do, but I, I want to um, take a 30-second pause here for some words about Army Reserve, and then I want the answer to that question. Say, do you need more money? Well, then try your local Army Reserve unit. Earn a steady extra income by attending four four-hour sessions a month in the Reserve and two weeks each summer. We can also offer you hundreds of skilled training courses. So move up with the Reserve. That's the Army Reserve, and it pays to go to meetings. That's KISS, and that's the name of the album. It's the name of the group. I mean, it's uncomplicated again. Now, getting back, uh, Paul, to the, uh, rather, Gene, to the instrumentation. Isn't it unusual you have nothing but guitars? It's really classic instrumentation. We go back to, I mean, keeping with what we have in mind of keeping the music easily accessible. Mm. Um, the easiest thing would have been to go out and spend 3000 bucks on a Moog synthesizer and then turn up the volume and, you know, but uh, we try to keep everything so that it's easily workable, so that people don't have to work at sitting in their seats and, mm-hmm. and try to figure out what we're doing. Our instrumentation is in a classic Beatle mold, although I, th- I don't really think we have that much to do with the Beatles as mm-hmm. such. Uh, two guitars, bass and drums. A lead guitarist, a rhythm guitarist, a bassist and a drummer. And all four of us sing, all four of us write. I, uh, after seeing the group, uh, I've seen the group now three times. Um, and on the third time around, I really realized, which I hadn't the first two times, what good voices you all have. I mean, really good, fine voices. Have you had voice training? 
I don't think so, no. None of them? <laughs> it would be, no. You none couldn't? Of us, none of us have, a, 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 you know, we've had art training. Yeah. Uh, a couple of the people in the band are uh, designers or whatever. The logo was designed by Ace. Beautiful. You know? Beautiful. You'll notice the S's are a bit different. Yes, and that's what makes it so unique and looks so good in rhinestones, yeah. too. I should have worn mine today. Um, now, as I mentioned before, the group's unique, and I have t I'm trying not to tip, you know, what happens on stage, because I like everybody to go and see the group, <coughs> and, and they will be in, on tour and, and see what they do. But um, we might give away a little of it, because I have to know, I mean, with all the odd, weird things that go on in the course of, uh, of the presentation, I imagine there have been some foul-ups. Sometimes it happens. What's the funniest thing that's happened to you so far with the huh? with all your gimmicks? The uh, most the weirdest thing I guess that ever happened to us was very prophetically on our first coming out, as it were, New Year's Eve, nineteen seventy three, seventy four. Mm. Uh, we did our first professional gig with uh, Blue Oyster Cult and some other nice people, and um, I don't know if people are aware of it, but I do a fire breathing thing mm -hmm. during one of the songs and uh, my head caught fire i heard about that yes I didn't see that it. was i see i wasn't even aware of it at the time if it wasn't for sean delaney how'd you put him. it out uh just i didn't even know about it no sean just ran off stage and smothered me with his coat and i guess uh it just went out i didn't even know about it at the end of the thing rick derringer and some of his people came over and said why does the bass player you know put his hair on fire he doesn't have to it's go it's a that great far, act blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah they thought it was part of the act that would be kind of expensive. You'd be bald in about six weeks yeah, <laughs> if yeah. you could last that long. We're going to take a minute here for some uh, words from Army Reserve. Get it together, together. The Army Reserve, it pays in a lot of ways. You're paid for every meeting and each two-week summer camp you attend. Extra money you can use in a lot of ways. And you get the chance to further your present skills or learn new ones. A chance that can really pay off in your civilian career. It pays, it pays, it pays to go to meetings. It pays, it pays, it pays to go to meetings. It pays. We'll continue with the great 1970s interviews with Allison Steele in a moment. But first, from the convention tour in 1995, this is Shandy. <laughs>
Hi, this is Allison Steele. Come on in, sit down, relax, and make yourself at home. We'll have some tea and conversation for the next few minutes in the tea house. And visiting with me in the tea house today are a rather unusual duet of gentlemen. Um, they are from a brand new group called Kiss, and they, they haven't come in dungarees. They've come in the most extraordinary outfits. Now tell me about these outfits, Jean. They're pretty much extensions of our personality. They're costumes that we've designed ourselves. And uh, if you take a look at the cover of our album, mm -hmm. you'll really get a chance to see what we look like. That's really us. That's, that's you in full makeup. <laughs> yeah, but we'd like to think that that's the real us. We can't very well walk down the streets looking that way. No, you'd get arrested. Yes, we would. And uh, so we have to put on our alter egos. As it were. Well then, then, uh, then I have to assume that Peter is a pussy cat. Yes, he, is. he certainly is. Peter's the drummer, and you're the bat. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's see that really has to do with my preoccupation with horror flicks. Mm -hmm. My my other love besides rock and roll mm -hmm. is watching old silent German expressionist yeah, that's horror Alice, flicks. That's Alice Cooper's bag too. You know that. Yeah, we we yeah. after the party, he and I went off into a corner and did a whole. Thing talked on. about horror flicks, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, it's really exciting um, uh, to see you visually uh, with uh, all of that um, uh, makeup. The only thing that struck me was that Kiss is such a sweet, positive kind of name for a group, and then when the group gets on stage. That's not exactly the impression, either by the music or by the looks. Did you choose it because it was the antithesis for shock value? <clears throat> I think it, I think the word kiss can be uh, taken many different ways. I mean, you can kiss someone easy, or you can kiss someone really hard. Yeah, and then there's, of course, there's the proverbial kiss of death. Uh huh. But the whole but but the whole thing, I think, with the group is that. Uh, despite what we do on stage, although it's very aggressive, mm -hmm. it's all very positive. We don't want, oh, yes. you know, we don't want to scare anybody away. We want everybody to have a good time, walk out and, and get the feeling that they've had their money's worth, which is really what it's all about. I mean, somebody puts out a certain amount of cash to be entertained mm -hmm. and we try our damnedest to do it. Thanks so much, Gene and Ace, for visiting with us in the tea house. Till next time, this is Alison Steele reminding you that anytime you're relaxing with good friends and good talk, you're in the tea house. All right, boys and girls, grab your kiss lunchbox. We're headed to Ken's Kiss Cover Class. Wendy Orlin Williams, better known as Wendy O. Williams, was the lead singer for the punk band The Plasmatics, whose stage theatrics included blowing up equipment, shooting cars, near nudity, and chainsawing guitars. She was proclaimed the queen of shock rock. Wendy O. Williams was the most controversial and radical female singer of her day. In 1982, she recorded Tammy Wynette's country anthem, Stand By Your Man, with Motorhead singer Lenny Kilmeister. She was also nominated for a Grammy in 1985 in the Best Female Rock Vocal category. WOW is the first solo studio album released by Wendy Williams in 1984 after her group, The Plasmatics, broke up. 
Back in 1982, Kiss took Wendy and the Plasmatics out on the Creatures of the Night tour as special guest. Capitol Records was going to drop the Plasmatics, and our ever-enterprising Gene Simmons approached Wendy and the boys about producing the band's next LP. But to avoid any wasted time and legal issues with Capitol Records, it was decided not to use the Plasmatics name on the record, and it was simply entitled W.O.W. or WOW, the initials for Wendy O. Williams. The CD was released on Passport Records and produced by Gene, who would also play bass under the pseudonym of Reginald Van Helsing. Track 2 on the CD, It's My Life, allegedly features the music of Kiss with the vocals of Wendy O. Williams added over the music. The Kiss lineup at this time included Gene Simmons, Paul Stanley, Eric Carr, and Vinnie Vincent, plus lead overdubs by Wes Beach, Wendy's guitar player. It's My Life was written by Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley. Why this song was not on Creatures is Beyond Me. Released in 1984 on the WOW CD, It's It's My Life. Well 
We hope you enjoyed this uh, episode of the podcast featuring the great classic Kiss interviews with Alice and Steele. Um, we're really excited for 2009. There's a lot coming down the road, so uh, please stick with us. And uh, boy, I'm really excited. How about you, James? Absolutely. You may fire when ready. Commence primary ignition. <laughs> That's our show. Thanks again for listening. Be sure to check us out at mykisslife.net slash podcast. If uh, you have any suggestions, comments, or just want to talk to us, drop us a line at podcast at gmail.com. Be sure to check out James's other site, which is called zombiefaq.com. For all you white zombie fans, it's the place to be. A big thanks to Julian and all of our friends over at kissfaq.com. Big thanks to all of our pals at MyKissLife.net. Keith LaRue and all the staff over at KissOnline.com. They do a great job representing the hottest band in the land. Our good buddy Ken at his website, which is called KissFansite.com. Thanks for all you do for the podcast, your great graphics. If you have a Kiss-related website and want us to uh, mention it in the show notes or uh, possibly talk about it on the air, just let us know and we'll see what we can do about that. As James mentioned, be sure to check out Kiss Online for links to all the individual band members' websites. And as always, a big thanks to Gene Simmons, Paul Stanley, Ace Fraley, Peter Christ, Vinnie Vincent, Bruce Kulick, Eric Singer, Tommy Thayer, and the memories of the late great Eric Carr, and the late great Mark St. John. You are KISS, and we are your army. Thanks for listening. Good night. Good night.